Hey humanity. So I haven't done a Harry Potter episode in a while, so I just thought I would. So yeah, let me just get into this. So I'm going to be mentioning all the Harry Potter plot holes that just are not explained. And I think they should just be more explained. Because yeah, like rolling, please just explain them. So let's just get into this. Number one, why did no one obliviate Voldemort? Now we all know that to obliviate someone, it is a very powerful spell. It will literally make anyone forget their memories. Now, I haven't watched the movie in a while, so I'm not about to but in Fantastic Beasts, it says that that um, thing removes out the bad, that spell removes out the bad memories. But, in like, in Chamber of Secrets, it's obvious that it removes all the memory because of what happened to Lockhart and also what Lockhart used to do. So what if, um, like, when Harry was fighting Voldemort, he just felt more like obliviate and he just lose all his memory. Now you'd think, oh no, Voldemort's too powerful. Go back to the prophecy. He is Voldemort's equal in power. He just chooses to use good power. But I mean, Obliviate would have been such a good spell, like, please, Harry, can you use it? So, yeah. Uh, now we're moving on to the next one. Why were the reasons, if the reasons were like this poor, why didn't they just magic out money? Now it's fake. Wait, why would they be a spell to magic money? I mean, like, there's probably no spell for that, but obviously you can make spells because they made like Sectumsempra and somehow the minister did not make it illegal. Don't even ask. And so definitely Louisa's could make a spell that magic's money. And you have to be a really good wizard to make spells, well, slash switch. Um, you know, for example, Snape's a pretty good lizard, actually. Like, I am not a Snape stan, and I really hate Snape, but you just have to admit he's pretty good at magic. But, let's just talk about what the, if I think the Weasleys are pretty powerful. Well, I do. Um, for example, Ron has fought off half what Harry had to fight, and Harry fought off pretty much a lot. And he was there at his side all the time. Ron. I mean, so is Hermione, but I'm just talking about Ron for now. Like, the Weasleys for now. Um, Ginny is really powerful. We know she's really good at the bad boogie hacks. And at the age of 11, she um, means to kind of get through Voldemort's... Um, I really forgot its name. But the manipulation thingy he does. I sound so weird. So, Molly literally magic Bellatrix out and made her die without the Avada Kedavra. And I could go on and on and on about that family being pretty powerful. So, yeah, moving on. Next one is, how did the sorting continue if the hat was literally destroyed? 
And so, as we all know, Voldemort literally destroyed the Sorting Hat. But, the thing is, what was I saying? Yeah, the thing is, that like, in the Cursed Child, everyone just started getting sorted. Like, Albus Severus got sorted into Sliverin, which I'll move on to later. And, whoever, you know, people just got sorted. So, does that mean that the sorting hat still works even if it was destroyed? I don't think it makes sense. I mean, I would like to be sorted into a house at um, Hogwarts, but I think you should just, like, cut it and just randomly sort. Because, I mean, that amount of tension it causes between houses. But I would like the houses to be still called Slytherin. And, like, Gryffindor and Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. But, yeah. I think this is just randomized sorting. Next point. How was Alice Severus in Slytherin when he had no traits? Now, if you just Google Slytherin house traits, and when the results come up, Number one is Ambition. Okay, so. Do you think Alba Severus really values Ambition trait? Because I don't think so. Oh, hold up. I'm just looking for the other traits. Found it. So, according to the Harry Potter Wiki fandom, cells are instructed to sorting how to pick students who had. Yeah, I made that a fact. Resourcefulness. Do you really think he valued resourcefulness? I don't agree. Leadership? No, 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 no. Well, I mean, he kind of did, but I feel like he didn't value it that much, honestly. And also, guess what? Guess what's the big one, too? Again, I made that a fact. Pure, pure blood. Does it look like officers having that, or is he half blood? Exactly. He's half-blood, because Harry is a half-blood, and he dropped off his blood to him. Like, he's got the pure blood from Ginny, and he's also got part of his blood to be, like, muggle-born blood, kind of, because Harry's a half-blood. So, Albus is a half-blood, because he has a pure blood as his mom, and a half-blood as his dad. So, yeah. Next point. How do Muggle parents just accept the day kids in such a dangerous place? Now we all know this. Hogwarts is not a safe place. Like, there's a literal free-headed dog, and everyone's just so casual with that? Like, no? 
this cannot have a free-headed dog and a literal giant basil egg. Like, imagine, um, McGonagall just coming to your door and telling you, Ayo, your kid's a witch slash wizard. Now you're gonna have to go to the school of wizardy, and you probably don't even trust it. Woo! My sarcasm? Okay. I just don't think you should, like, send your kids there. Without, like, getting a good insider on it. Like, oh, I'm gonna take... You should take your kid to Diagon Alley. Like, I don't... I just wouldn't trust it. So, would you trust it? Moving on to our next point. If Hogwarts is so safe, why were three 11-year-olds passing through so easily? Now, Hagrid obviously said that... Hold up. Yeah, Hagrid said that um, Hogwarts is definitely the most safe place, probably more safe than Gringotts. But then there's three 11-year-olds playing flute for a free-headed dog, passing through so easily in like five seconds, actually five minutes, getting some snitches. When there's obviously Quidditch being taught there. Um, and then there's a giant chess game, and I suck at chess, but I don't think there's anyone who doesn't understand how to play chess, honestly. I mean, unless you're, like, really young. And it's okay if you don't. Just really comment to know how to play chess. Probably even in the wizarding word. Uh, and then... There's just a logical guess. According to Hermione, not many witches and wizards have logic. But I means, and I really didn't get the riddles, but I mean, a lot of people would guess that. So, just say, I'm a fully trained aura. And you can literally just pass through. And these 11 year olds passed through. So, I don't really think Hogwarts is that safe to keep your things in it. Next point. How did Dumbledore just let everyone die for the greater good? I mean, I don't mean literally Avril. But like, Dumbledore is, has a lot of flaws. Like, he just literally asked someone, oh, can you just sacrifice yourself for the greater good? And you're like, yeah, sure, that's the great adventure. I don't think so. I think Dumbledore manipulated them into this. I mean, I made a post on my blog already about how Dumbledore is a master manipulator. I should have pulled that on my podcast sometime. Anyway, I think he manipulated. The thing is, I want to say his name, but I don't remember his name. The person to make the sacrifice. Finally, last point. Would Willie and James Potter have lived if Dumbledore had not taken the invisibility cloak? Because we know very well from the tale of the free rubbers that die with the invisibility cloak survived on and on and on until they made the sacrifice to give it to their child. Of course, 
a lot of fans will be ruined by this, but especially Harry not getting the cloak yet. And I think James will make that sacrifice to save Harry and give him the cloak somewhere in the Battle of Hogwarts. So James is going to get taken by death, and Harry survives. And you're going to have this really sad funeral. What do you guys think? Finally, last point. Would Lily and James Potter have lived if Dumbledore had not taken the invisibility cloak? Because we know very well from the tale of the three rubbers that die with the invisibility cloak survived on and on and on until they made the sacrifice to give it to their child. Of course, a lot of fans will be ruined by this, but especially Harry not getting the cloak yet. And I think James will make that sacrifice to save Harry and give him the cloak somewhere in the Battle of Hogwarts. So James is going to get taken by death and Harry survives. And you're going to have this really sad funeral. What do you guys think? Finally, last point. Would Lily and James Potter have lived if Dumbledore had not taken the invisibility cloak? Because we know very well from the tale of the three rubbers that die with the invisibility cloak survived on and on and on until they made the sacrifice to give it to their child. Of course, a lot of fans will be ruined by this. But, especially Harry not getting the cloak yet. And I think James will make that sacrifice to save Harry and give him the cloak somewhere in the Battle of Hogwarts. So James is going to get taken by death and Harry survives. And you're going to have this really sad funeral. What do you guys think? enjoyed listening to me just totally rant off how JK Rowling did not explain that much. I don't think the last one was such a big plot hole, just like in answered questions kind of thing. So yeah. Bye.